Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Gotham City Sirens is happening and Patrick Wilson has been cast and it's hashtag moxie time. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. It's Moxie. It's Moxie. Um, Moxie in the house. Moxie in the house. It doesn't look cool if you don't do it with me. I'm not going to look cool doing it anyway, so I don't want to do it. Oh, come on. Mikey Christmas. I, I do say, oh, oh, happy holidays. It's, it's almost here. It's, Your favorite time of year. It's, We're in it. My favorite time of year has been happening for the past three weeks, four weeks now. I'm de- I am deep, deep. I would almost say. Deep what? I can't say it because it's probably dirty. But I can try and make a metaphor. For and what is together. it? It's it's deep time. I'm that deep. You're you're deep. I'm Christmas balls deep. Oh, he's Christmas balls deep. Oh my god! Mikey Christmas Mikey is Christmas famous. In the house. Christmas balls for Roxy. Whoa! Wait. Okay. Hold on one second. Let let me start this over, guys. I'm Roxy Stryer. This is Mikey Christmas Kalinowski. Mikey Kalinowski, aka Mikey Christmas, aka the Killer Kalinowski. That's right. Yeah. And before the show, yeah. we got into it a little bit because I said, listen. You told me you were going to bring me Christmas treats. And I thought we had one more episode, but we're still kind of up in the air. But you might not even be there next week, so it doesn't matter. I said, where are my Christmas treats? And, and he I, said, sorry, I don't have them. And then you said that. and I, worked, I said? I segued into it. You segued into the balls. Yes, Christmas balls. And now here are Christmas balls. These are balls. Mikey Christmas's famous Christmas Wait, balls. Wait, how do we show these? Well, what, so what, well, can, take, I, can take, I tip put it? Put my balls in your, in your hand. Grab them. Grab a handful of the balls okay, there. I'll t- can I take one ball at a time? Do I have sure. To, okay. They're big. So now, all Wait, right. So what is it? Well, should I tell you, or should you just put I just the ball in your mouth? I just want to eat the ball right now. Put put a monkey There's, Christmas ball okay, in your mouth. The first time in so long, we have a massive amount of DC movies. Lots news. of DC news, so and we got a time constraint. We got to get we got to get going down balls. to brass tacks. Okay, you talk while I eat the ball then. Well, I want to see your reaction. Well, you eat the ball with me then. I'd love to have okay, one of my own balls. Balls. Oh my god. Mmm. You like peanut butter? It's so good. There's a little bit of salt, but it's very sweet, right? Oh, my God. Now, would these something that Ben would like? This is like 100 times better than a Reese's. Yeah. It's not a Reese's. Who wouldn't want this? Everyone would love Mikey's Christmas balls. This is, you're, you have the best Christmas balls yeah. ever of anybody. <laughs> They're great Christmas balls. I've, wow. I've, been to, I've been told that by many people that yeah. they love my balls. Okay, I'm going to eat these throughout the show, but we have to get into Let's some get to DC the news. movie the, news. Yeah. yeah, because huge, huge week. And I know that the internet is going crazy about this. Some people are loving it. Some people are not loving it so going much. Going from such a slow week last week to this week, I know. it was nuts. I know. Really crazy. Um, Gotham City Sirens is happening. David Ayer is directing it. Margot Robbie is starring in it and potentially other people. What are your initial thoughts? It came out of nowhere. Like, we knew the Harley Quinn spinoff was coming. There was talk of the Birds of Prey type thing. I didn't know about Birds of Prey because that's Batgirl, you know, in, to work in her history and all that. Mm-hmm. But Gotham City Sirens, they've already established Harley Quinn. It's easy to establish a Catwoman, a Poison Ivy. I, I'm on board. I think this is okay, a but great... You're not, 
you're bearing the lead, which is that David's also working on it. This is a David Margot project. Right. So how do you feel about that? I mean, we, Oh, I see where you're going. You have you, some concerns. Well, uh, well, I'm not saying that I'm concerned. I, said, I got my mouth in these balls. I, sent out, a, just, I, know. I sent out a tweet because I thought it was you funny. You did, yeah, yeah, I saw but, that. But it wasn't because I fully believed it. I mean, if you remember, talking about Suicide Squad, I was one of the people who liked it most on the panel. I actually yeah. enjoyed Suicide Squad. Do I think it was a great movie? Right, right, right. Maybe not, but I really liked it. I had fun watching it. So when we're talking about this, I said, yes, WB, it's always a great idea when you have a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes That's to, the tweet, to pair yeah. them together again. And a lot of people tweeted back at me saying, it is a great idea when you're making 700 mil, which is totally dead you know, on, you know? It, it's it tough. It is and it isn't. Because I, I'm, I'm so torn because we talk about quality versus numbers and, and you know yeah they keep making those transformer films they just keep cranking them out and they're making billions of dollars mm-hmm. so it's like people are watching them so i, I wanted to ask you and okay, I, that's I'm, different I'm, though because i feel like those are infinitely worse oh yes absolutely mm-hmm. but people love them so you know i want i was hoping adam was gonna be here because i want to ask the two of you guys because you know we talked with batman superman had to be you guys were under the impression you know it, it, it what did make a billion it's so good isn't I'm it i'm so happy it had to make a billion, and it didn't. And I'm like, do these films? It's it's tough to say. It's like, okay, we're talking numbers. Let's talk just enjoyment. Do these films need to be these great films, or can they just be fun movies that people go see? You know, it, Marvel has set the gold standard, and we can all say that. And I, I know people get upset when we compare both, but you know, Marvel done has done what it does. It's kind of like Pixar with every other animated film. Yeah, you're compared to Pixar because it's the gold standard. Marvel has set the gold standard. Mm-hmm. Now, if these films don't hit with every cylinder running like a Marvel film does, you know, like for us, Suicide Squad, for me, did not work. But for the millions of people, it's almost cost it to make $800 million. It worked for them. But as far as storytelling, it's the weakest of the three DCU films so far. I absolutely think so. It's a business. Yeah. This is a business. Right. And people fail to remember that sometimes. It absolutely is so, a business. And I'm one of those people who fails sometimes because, honestly, I come at this from a fan perspective. Okay, yeah. And so when I'm looking at it, I think, if I like the movie, I want more of it. And if I don't like the movie, I yeah. don't want more of it. So I'm actually kind of excited because even though I tweeted that thing that I thought was funny and that I got a lot I, of I didn't take on, it as funny. I thought it... I, I knew I knew your tone because I know you, but I was also kind of like, oh, rocks. I guess you're not happy about it. I, and I, it didn't come I really, off that way. I guess it's I Twitter. Should, I guess I should write something else, too, because I really feel like I loved her in the movie. She was my favorite part of the movie. Uh-huh. And I actually thought he made some cool choices. And a lot of people are also pointing out that he only had six weeks to write the script and, and work on it. And also someone said, he's not writing this film. Right. And I think Suicide Squad, regardless of the final outcome, was that was in the the post BVS maelstrom. Got caught up, sucked up into that thing. So if he's left alone, if DC by then will have one woman out, Justice League out, hopefully they'll be fantastically received and well done. And maybe and, and WB, I mean, we talked about, you know, so and so getting fired or people losing their jobs. They're cranking out more. We're, we're doing this movie. We're doing this. David Ayer, we're bringing you back. So, obviously, WB is happy. If WB was not happy with Suicide Squad, they would not be pairing these two up for a movie together. It is funny. They're happy. How quick people are to turn on Warner Brothers, you know? Yeah. One minute, they're like, in Jeff Johns, we trust. Whatever. Now that he's on right. board, we're all in. And the next minute, somebody makes a decision, and they're like, no, no. Yeah. Wrong and choice. everyone loved Jeff Johns was 
probably one of the deciding people who goes, no, you're we're doing, you know, Gotham. He might have been the guy that said, don't do Birds of Prey, do Gotham City Sirens. Yeah. Do you think we'll ever know? I don't know. Who made that decision? I think the Birds of Prey, that would have been a bad idea. Really? I really think, because it's the history of those characters. Batgirl, how do you introduce Batgirl already? And then have her go into a team movie. I know the same with Catwoman, but Catwoman, it's a little different. We've already got Harley Quinn, and Poison Ivy's easy to kind of bring up. Mm-hmm. You know, Batgirl, Birds of Prey, it's just the history of those characters. and I could be completely wrong and... Well, talking about Gotham City Sirens, let's yes. go into a little bit Catwoman. Uh, I read a long THR article that their choice for Catwoman would be to bring back Anne Hathaway. What would your thoughts be there? I don't know. I, I would say no. My, my, my initial... initial reaction is no. But that said, I remember seeing that movie and that first scene of her with Bruce Wayne and where she... Playing the maid, and then she just turns on him, and she—you see the Catwoman in her, and then the scene where she's in the bar and she starts screaming like she's being shot, but then sneaks out. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Like, so you're not saying no because you didn't like her performance. No, no, you're not at all. No, because you don't think it's, it's a, a different fit. universe. It's a different. It, it, it would tie it to that. It's kind of like, well, let's get Ryan Reynolds for Green Lantern at the end. Mm-hmm. It, she's done her time as Catwoman. She was great as it. But that's the Nolan film. I want someone new. What about for Poison Ivy? I saw a couple people talking about mm. Megan Fox. I was talking to some friends on Twitter today about this. Um, I have nothing against Megan Fox. I liked her in Ninja Turtles. I thought she was actually really good in and it. And you loved her in Transformers. Well, your favorite movies. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I have nothing against Megan Fox. I just... I, I think the gut reaction is people are like, she's a hot actress, so... You know... So she's... That's you mean what, hot literally? Like physically she is hot? No, like she's a sex appeal. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, she's, yeah, she's, she's hot looking. Yeah, yes. You don't mean she's hot like she's up and coming. No, like, no, no. She, her, she she had her antics with Michael Bay and all that tinged her star in Hollywood. And mm-hmm. that's... It's interesting. We were talking about that with some people. It's kind of like what Anne Hathaway's going through because she comes off as very cold to people. And there was this whole big backlash against her in Hollywood. Uh, with with yeah. not, not with Hollywood. With audiences. They just were not into her. And it's, I'm one of them, kind of. And now it's happening with Jennifer Lawrence. She, I don't feel that way. She used to be the she used well, to be the golden girl, but then everyone's kind of like, well, this fakey thing she does in interviews, it's I, grating on people. I did see her quick tangent. I saw her at um, Comic Con when she was promoting one of the, the X Men. No, no, um, passengers. No, 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 no. Before that, uh, Joy. She, no, th- her big series, uh, Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Thank you. You you threw so many movies out there. I couldn't I even well, think. She's been in a lot of movies. Um, and it was interesting because they asked her, you know, what was your favorite. Scene um, mm-hmm. from any of the X Men Hunger no, Games from any of the Hunger Games, and she said, "I don't remember any of them. I don't know." And everybody kind of giggles and laughs. And I thought, "Well, that's kind of rude, you know." So sometimes I hear you in interviews. I it, think there is getting to be some backlash against it, her. The whole thing, but with not her, Anne Hathaway. No, it, Anne Hathaway was different. They, it was she did not do anything. It was just. Her personality in interviews. Just there's a whole big bunch of articles yeah. on it. It's interesting because now Anne Hathaway. She, I know, I think she stepped away from Hollywood to, to, I don't know, focus on other things. But you see it with Jennifer Lawrence, and, and this, there's getting some really bad press for Passengers that's yeah. been happening. And We're- I think her whole, with the whole X Men, she didn't want to do the makeup anymore, so she wanted to be all as, you know, without the makeup. And it's just like, but anyway, that's good. Dream castings, though, right now. It's kind of so, like um, I hate third eye... people talk about Megan Fox, but it's like to me when people go, "Oh, for Boys and Ivy, I want Christina Hendricks or Jessica Chastain," because well, they have what... red hair and they're voluptuous. It's okay, like, come but a on. lot of people think that that would be a good idea. Third Eye Dreamer, Bryce Dallas, or what? Jessica Chastain because they're redheads. It's like no, no, not just because they're redheads, because they're talented. You think that those would be bad choices? 
I don't think any of them is poison ivy. I, Who I, do you I, think is poison ivy? I, I was talking to someone. I want to see an up and coming actress, uh, up and coming actress that we don't know. And I drew I drew this uh, analogy to someone online. Uh, I want it to be like a Tom Hiddleston because Hiddleston before Thor, yes, he had worked. He has got a long resume, but none of us as American audiences we didn't know this guy. He shows up as Thor and Loki, and we're like. Who the hell is this guy? And he was phenomenal. And he made him a major star. Do you I want think that, that to happen. Margot Robbie has enough star power to have both of the other two be no names? It's interesting that you say that because the, the guy I was talking to said, you need the star power. And I go, well, Margot Robbie, we knew her before this movie. This movie made her. And I mean, she's getting now to make her own films. And it was the success of this film. I think she and the $800 million that Suicide Squad did, it's going to be Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn in... Gotham City Sirens. And you can go lesser name stars next to her. I think for both those roles. Because the name Catwoman sells. It's like Batman. Catwoman sells. Is there anybody you could think of that's up and coming that you think Catwoman really would be a great choice for? Ah, man, it's tough. You think look to TV? Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. Like shows like, um, um, yeah, I think there's so, the, the line between TV and movies has blurred now. Before it used to be separated. There's movie actors and there's TV actors. But now with so many movie actors going to TV because TV is so good, yeah. I, I think it's a great choice to go for TV. I, I don't, Zeno I don't Hour any. says Eva Green, Emily Blunt, uh, or Rebecca Ferguson. I've heard Eva Green before. Yeah. Rebecca Ferguson. Evan Rachel Wood is Poison Ivy, so Sky. I love Rebecca Ferguson from Rogue Nation. And again, I've never seen that girl before. She had been in a lot of stuff, but she's phenomenal. I don't know if... Ooh, Brian know. Oliver says just cast a big actor to play the villain. What do you think about that? Absolutely, it's a great idea. Okay, I think these these roles will make the actress like it did for Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie had not had a hit yet. I mean, she had done well. Wolf of Wall Street was great, but they were always she was always the the actress to the lead actor. That movie made her. Whether you hated Suicide Squad or not, they lo- universally people loved her. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but to, to get a big name for the villain, that's great. Yeah, that's a great idea. Cool. Uh, these, this movie was officially announced, but we've got a couple other things in the making, it seems we've like. got lots of stuff in the making yeah. here, don't we? Yeah, I mean, Deadshot getting his own movie. That was a weird... What do and you think about that? they're saying that Suicide Squad 2 is still a go. Yeah, so, those, so right now, that would mean that it would be Suicide Squad 2 and a standalone Deadshot? So, but, but again, two sequels to Suicide but Squad? But again, the audiences liked him. They did. It was him, I, it was him and her, and I loved him too. I thought he was great. So what do you think about him carrying his own film, though? Obviously, we know Will Smith has the gravitas to carry his own movie. Right. But in this role, in this universe, do you think that there is enough of a story there? You know, or would you rather just see I Suicide think, Squad 2? This, I think, goes back to what you were saying last week. And I, I did not hear uh, John Campio over at Collider talking about this. But he was saying the problem with DC. And you and I had a different opinion about how Marvel does one thing where every film builds to something. Where it seems like now DC, it's just like we've got a Suicide Squad, Gotham City Sirens. They're all existing in our DC universe, but they're ind- independent. And I love that because it frees them up. They're not beholden like Marvel is now, well, we're not doing Inhumans anymore. They claimed that movie years ago, but because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did it and now they're dropping it. And, and you know, and, and then they, but then they got Spider Man, so they're pushing Spider Man, where DC is just kind of keeping it. Flexible, I guess, would be a word. And so, I, again, I'm guys. I'm spitballing. I don't know what they're right. doing, but I'm trying to look for the best. But bring it full circle for me. So, how does that okay. relate to having a Deadshot standalone? All, if you could make a thirty million dollar Deadshot film, release it in February. Absolutely. Before, or after a Suicide Squad two, whenever. 
You don't care. Because he's in prison. And you want you would have fun with both. A yeah. Suicide Squad 2 and a Deadshot. I, I, I don't think it needs to be these two-a-year giant $250 million epic films. I want a $40 million Gotham City Sirens. That they can. We, you think that's going to be they, about the budget on Gotham City Sirens? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't think so. But Hollywood is now in a place where we only have the giant tentpole franchises, and we've got the two million dollar indie films. They never. They don't make those thirty million dollar action films anymore. They just don't because there's no money to be made anymore. It, it, the market has shifted, and that's been happening over the past ten years. Um, but I love those smaller films. I think and in characters like that, you know, they they Will Smith, his name carries that. Mm-hmm. He's proven great in the role. I'm on board. I think I don't. I don't think it's muddying the waters. I think as long as you've got. Would you the, want David to work on them? Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I love I, the confidence. Okay. I'm yeah, not. Sure. I, you know, it's. I'm not a director's guy as far as. It's hard to describe. It's kind of like with my comic books. I'm drawn in for the art, but I'll stay for the story. Like if the art catches me, no matter who's writing it, I'll read your book. And then, if it's good, I'll stick around. Does that make any sense? Yeah. So I'm much more of a visual guy, and, and comics are visual. Movies for me are visual, uh, and that's so why. It I, sounds like you're a big director's guy. And that's why I love, but I love Snyder, and a lot of people don't because they don't think he's a good director. But so I you'd think rather he's, Snyder work on Suicide Squad? I didn't say that. Don't put words in my mouth, Roxy that's Stryer. What I'm you stick one of the balls in your mouth and shut that mouth up. Oh uh, God, you're gonna get some heat for that I know, one. I, will. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's They're chocolates love. for those of you listening. Um, by the way, I like I'm, it, taking everything I have not to just eat yeah, all let's of these stuff right those now. mouth. I, Come on, they're going to go bad. Tout. I will afterwards. Um, I was I saying? Like, no, I, I'm, I'm all excited. I think DC, again, I think it was a terrible idea a couple of years ago to write, we're going to do this film, this film, this film, this film to try and match Marvel. To it release terrible. the slate? Yeah, I think it was, we all agree that was terrible. They were playing catch up. There was some bad juggling happening with the behind the scenes. I think now, with Jeff Johns kind of going, you know what? We don't have to build to Justice League 2. Justice League 1 ends nicely and it sets up more in Dark Side to come. But let's take our, let's have some fun. Let's, let's, we don't need a Cyborg movie. Him and Cyborg work well in, in Justice League. That's some good chemistry. Let's put them in their movie. Okay. So I, I think that's great. I, I, I don't... You know, that's why I love Doctor Strange, where I didn't really like Avengers 2. Because mm. Doctor Strange is a standalone... Yes, it fit in the world, but a standalone. Where Avengers 2 it was like everything was shoehorned to get to, you know, the next film. It's like, ah, oh, you don't need that. It was kind of, the waters were a little muddied this past week because we found out that we were doing Gotham City Sirens, but then that was announced with potentially Suicide Squad 2 and this yeah, dead shot, so it was confusing I what think is maybe rumored that's and what, what is not. Like, I know Adam's having a problem with it. just doesn't seem like there is a figurehead. And I agree with Adam in that... In that sentiment I, I, that I wish that our information was being funneled through okay, one and, source and, and, and Jeff Johns would be a perfect person And for again, that. Affleck is saying one thing, but his cast is saying another. Right. So this is a quote from Jai Courtney um, because we thought that Suicide Squad 2 might be announced. Mm-hmm. And when he was asked about it, he said, they keep their cards very close to their chest. I have, I actually have no idea. I pray the answer is yes. Right. So it sounds like... I think usually the actors are the last to know. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like he's on board. Then he uh, continued to say, I don't feel like anyone is done with that franchise. Certainly not yet. So I hope so sooner or later. I'm, but that sounds like he doesn't even know. We don't know. I'm curious just because, I, you know, and again, this it goes to other films and other studios that they do it. But who's to say that they need to? I mean, 
as fans, we want to know, but we really have no right to know. You know, we just don't. I I guess it's not that we have a right. It's that it's more about a respect thing. I feel like Marvel, who are appreciating their fans so much, they handle it very well. I feel like DC appreciates their fans just as much. There's no way that DC doesn't appreciate their fans. We know that they love us. So showing that love in a certain kind of way, I I, think, would be beneficial. I agree. I yeah yeah. It's you know, but we know they love us. Conceited mutt trucks. Uh, All right. I don't have an answer for it, Rox. I apologize. I usually... What did you think about um, Deadshot, Will Smith finally talking about why he went to Suicide Squad instead of the... Having seen both films, I think he made the smart choice. You think based off the scripts? Because he claimed it had nothing to do with the scripts, and that's not what it was about for him. Well, um, I think he looked at it probably like, hey, I've got a long career with this character, Deadshot, if I want to go that way. I want to do, I mean, it seems like everyone wants to be in these superhero films, so that was his choice. Or he could have reprised the role from 20 years ago. And He said he just wanted to move forward. Yeah. And he didn't I, want to move backwards. No, it made sense to me. It's smart. Absolutely. It he made, made, sense the, he made me. the right choice. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, huge news this week about Patrick Wilson. I know you were really excited about yeah, him being I'm, cast I li- as Ocean I like the Master. Guy. I really like him as an actor. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Night Owl and Watchmen, if you guys saw that. I think we have a picture of Patrick Wilson. He, you want to pull it he's up a phenomenal actor. Don't know who it Fargo, is. he's second season of Fargo, he was on. Yeah. He's a good looking fellow too. Which really is, now this looking. is interesting to me because as far as I know, Orm, who they, that's his name, Orm. The brother. They're, well, I guess now half brothers, mm-hmm. but. His, I mean, he's a white guy. He's a white American guy. Whereas Momoa definitely has his Hawaiian background. Will his father be the one that's has the Hawaiian background? Because it's obviously not coming from his mother. Mm-hmm. Well, because were you he's... were you not expecting his half brother to be white? Was did that come as a surprise to you? Yes, because I, I, I Momoa his the look of his Atlantis his Atlantean. You're just like, oh my god! You never thought about it. Like he in, just nailed. Here's it, a per- that, okay. That I just image. thought about this in a Marvel. If Marvel and Feige took DC and did it their way, Patrick Wilson would be Aquaman with an orange shirt and green pants. Okay. And, and but it would not be like the spandex. It would be scale male and look fantastic. But they would like the Marvel does. They go very much with the comic. Like let me look mm-hmm. at. Cumberbatch. They wouldn't look go into like that the comic walked off. Grittier they would go. What's thing. the? What does he look like on the panel? And it would be Patrick Wilson. You know, chiseled, kind of blondish hair. Interesting. Whereas Momoa is far off the beaten path, but it's a brilliant choice because you're like, oh man, he looks like an Atlantean. Like, not that we would know what they would look like, but he's got that exoticness. I think I think Momoa is a perfect fit. Oh, but um, he's. But this is an interesting choice. And um, uh, Defoe who is also an Atlantean, is very white-looking. Mm-hmm. So I think his Hawaiian background will be his father, the lighthouse keeper. I think that's where he's going to have that half-human, half-Atlantean. And who are you thinking for that? For his father? Yeah. Oh, who knows? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it depends on what his mother is cast as. I saw him, Patrick Wilson, I've seen him a bunch of things, obviously, but in an episode of Girls where he just blew me away. He's a fantastic like, actor. Yeah, really, really talented. So it'll be interesting to see their relationship. Where do you think this means that they're going with the storyline by oh, casting the, the, him? The, this is going to be, I'm predicting it's going to be after Justice League, he, uh, you know, Arthur will come to help the Amer- the humans, and he will be... Look what he's doing. Our king is defending humans now. We, he's, he's, he's not with us anymore. He's now with the Atlanteans, and he will cause the split. It's going to be a huge... And I think I think Aquaman will be a 
in the vein of a Game of Thrones, a very political, you know, factions in the in you know with you know like Julius Caesar and all that being you know with his all his underlings and all that kind of like hierarchy. I think that's definitely going to take place. Exciting Absolutely for you. Very exciting. I, and I don't Aquaman remember. Is, were you somebody who was really excited no, for Aquaman? I'm not, or I'm not an Aquaman Adam. guy. Okay, uh, but. Just like what I see with Wonder Woman, the more I see of Wonder Woman, I, I'm like, I can't wait for this movie. Yeah. Because it's, you know, here, here's what it comes down to, guys. And I know I love BVS and I talk about it so much. But for me, it's the fact that the Affleck that we're given, the Superman we're given, it's different than anything we've ever seen. I can go to a comic store and I can't find this version in a comic book. Like, that's currently being run. Whereas Marvel, I go and I read Doctor Strange. I go to the comic store, I read Doctor Strange. It's pretty much the same thing. I know what I'm getting. So this, it's just a different thing for me. So this Aquaman is completely different than the comics. But at the its core, it's not. So I love it. I'm Good. on board. All right. Moving on. This was really disheartening to me to hear this news this oh, week I'm, about uh, the UN. The, yeah, I'm going to need some chocolate. But eat that. I will. I okay. will. I am. It's so good. Um, this is the really UN. kind of upsetting. So the UN. Um, <laughs> I said, I didn't realize it typed in there. What? Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit, I say. Bullshit, I say. Yeah, you type that right next to it. Uh, but... You know, this was all over Twitter, too, and some people are outraged, some people are not. The U.N. Uh, has dropped Wonder Woman as the ambassador, uh, now, which we, we already had sent Gal and Linda there, and they'd already done their whole thing. And then I guess there was a petition signed with 45,000-plus names of people saying, we want a real-life person, number now, one. And number two, Wonder Woman is too sexualized to be you know, the female ambassador. I... Before, Am I getting that? Is that you're, everything? You're, that's, that's it that's in a the nutshell, story, right? Um, I went and, and I've learned with the whole election process, everything that's been happening recently, to go and research before I jump to conclusions. So I researched this. And a lot of times when they do nominate or they have a fictional character as this ambassador, it doesn't last very long. So who have what, they previously had? I, that I didn't know. Okay. Um, but it never lasts very long. So there's that precedent set. I think this well, is this terrible. Was really I, short, I think this though, is ridiculous. Mike, this wasn't not very long. I this think was... if you know the character of Wonder Woman, she embodies the best of women. It, it is regardless of what she looks like. Even but even you have Gal and Linda Carter who are not. Gal's not a voluptuous, sexualized woman like sometimes she's drawn in the comics. And I think to me, and I don't know if this is who all signed it. If there were men on this, or it was just a woman agenda. Because let me say this, and this goes against women that kind of fight against themselves and I a guy speaking this so please feel free to slap me around no I'm gonna I'm gonna speak after you but go ahead um I feel if let, let let's say roles were reversed and we needed a male uh to this was reversed women were you know men we were having the character to portray us you know and you picked Superman and it was Superman Captain America there would not be a group of men going no Captain America is too musculature he doesn't represent us men as men we'd all be like hell yes Captain America Superman we we aspire to be you Go on with your giant muscles and your awesomeness. Whereas women are like, no, she doesn't represent women. Women are of all different shapes. And we're like... Ooh, yikes, Mike. Am I getting into something here? Well, I, I think Because that, I'm defending women that are supporting this Wonder Woman. Well, I don't think it's just women that are having a problem. So you think it was just they were more upset? That's what I want to know. Who petitioned it's, it's not only Who started women, the petition? It's not only women who have signed the petition. It's both. And I think that as much as I am not on board with this decision right. and I completely disagree. I think that Wonder Woman does a great job embodying what women should aspire to be and the best yes. of women. But I I think it's sad that society has made it so that the women out there that did vote this down 
thought because she's wearing something that's okay, not that's a pantsuit that she's not going to be respected and it's going to make women look lesser okay. than they are, which is okay. unfortunate that that's a place that we're in right now. And I don't believe that to be true. No. But it's sad that there are people out there who were like, this is a bad image for us. They don't know. These people have never read a comic book. They don't know anything okay. about Wonder Woman. Yeah. And they're looking at an image and they're thinking, oh, God, what are we sending out there? What's the message? Now, well, actually, we're sending a great message. We're sending a message that you should be a kick-ass female who stands up for people and stands up for what she believes in and is a fighter and is a good, not human, but is a good being. But representing know? the best of humanity. Like, right. And I, I should say this. I'm sure every woman that listens to this would not have a problem with what had happened. It was, like you had said, the people that don't read the comics. There was a great picture, and I guess I'll try and throw it up on Twitter. It, it was all, uh, it was a group of women, probably 10 of them, drawn cartoon, all different shapes, sizes, ethnicities, all dressed in the Wonder Woman costume. And I forgot the title. It was like it's something about Wonder Woman represents all women. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there were heavy girls and real skinny girls, old women, young kids, but all girls, all women dressed as Wonder Woman. And it embodied what Wonder Woman meant. And but it's like, that's what we need. The truth is, there is no one figure that can embody no. everybody. But who do they think but that who they, are they, who should they who be? Are they, you know, I, I was told once that you shouldn't poke a hole in something that you can't fill the hole. So, so like, unless you, if you unless you have a, a suggestion, have the cork to Right, exactly. Have a like, suggestion. So you got a hole sometimes, so I'll. Yeah, and, and then you were like, okay, I, I want you to stop talking, so I made you these chocolates. And yes. I was like, oh, okay. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> that's a great so, th- Who told you that? Your grandmother? No. Otherwise, I would have done it in this. Your mother? No, I. I heard That's it from, a great. Yeah. You want to know who I honestly heard Please. it from? Kevin Undergaro, creator oh, of the studio. It's yeah, a great... I should have plugged that. But because he always it... tells me, if you don't have the solution, That's a good wait thing to, to live by. In the problem, and and I think that these people who are signing this petition, who are they suggesting? Yeah, no, no one gave any like we think this like because if you look at Linda Carter when she was there and Gal perfectly dressed and and I, they probably were in pants suits. Yeah. It's the embodiment. It, it, it's what one would stand for. But even for. if they weren't in pantsuits, even if they right. were in their frickin' underwear, it's not what it's about. It's not right. what it's about. I, I, I saw that, and it was very disheartening to me. Yeah. I was very much... And I, then I take back then my comment, because you clarified it. It's the women that know Wonder Woman were not... It was the women that don't read comics. They just see, they see a image. sexualized the, Wonder Woman. And right. I, I think that's terrible. Wonder Woman... That was an inspired choice, because it, it didn't... Go to an ethnicity, or you know, because if it well, let's say it was an African American woman, that would have caused problems. But this was just a fictionalized character, so it just embodied everything. I thought, I thought it was a great choice, and and to see this happen, you know, I signed that petition to bring it back. Good, I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Batflick. Let's go into him. Uh, I'll talk all day about Batflick. 2018, baby. Now this is now. There's something <laughs> else that came out, like, but this was like, and again, read where are you going? Read your sources because. Certain websites will go, Ben Affleck confirms, and then if you read the article, he's indicating. indicating. He's like, the script is on the way, so we're looking good. He has taken his sweet time on this. Good for I him. I mean, I've got an article that I read on Slash Film that I'll read for a couple of his quotes. But he said, Please do, rocks. He said, we still have to get a screenplay and get it together. I'm a real believer in not reverse engineering projects to meet a window or a date, but rather when you get the right story, when the right idea... When the right thing, then you make the movie. That's what we're doing. I'm hoping to get that done. I'm spending a lot of time working on that, but also working on other stuff. Yeah. Which is him just continuing to say, we're not ready. Not- I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, and now here's the, the exec. There was a guy who left WB to pursue his own projects uh, who was in the thing. And he listed off a bunch of stuff. He's got We've got Kong coming. We've got Lego Batman. And then his last thing was like, we've got the Batman with Affleck set for 2018. 
I think that is a that exec probably knew they had a slate. I'm sure they've got their executive cork board and they've got their slates of their movies. And that's what I'm sure they ideally wanted is because it's an opening in their slate. They want it. But regardless, if are Affleck they trying says, to bully Batfleck into doing this? Have you seen that? Have you seen Batfleck? You can't he, bully him into anything. Bully anyone? I know, but do you he'll, think he'll take that warehouse full of people? Like I could see someone making one of those videos where they just stick people's faces on the video of like all the WB execs, and there's Batfleck just throwing them around like rag dolls. Right. That movie's not going until he's ready with it. We talked a little bit about this. Kind of, I got Adam uh, his point across better than he did on Twitter, but <laughs> it was. Affleck will walk, I think, if if WB if if they don't get it where it is. So why would WB? Why would anybody from WB, knowing what Ben Affleck's stance is, right. announce any sort of date on this movie? Because I think he, I think they know they, how to play the game. I think Affleck knows they have to tell the people something. But the film's not going unless I say it's going. We talk about going back to Adam's point about we're not getting our information from one place. Again, yeah. Here's the guy I, I that's leaving WB. And talking about Johnny, I feel like all of this is a big swerve. Is there even a Batman movie coming? Oh, I think so. I think so, too. I think it's going to be a billion-dollar amazing... More likely dollar, than a Shazam one. Oh, we're done with that Shazam. Let's get to our Shazam news. Oh, wait. We have none. Oh, Ever. God. None. Zero. Uh, okay. Let's talk Suicide Squad. I didn't know this, that it had five Grammy nominations. Did you know that? No, music. The soundtrack was gangbusters. I just didn't know. Hey, look at that. I was really excited for them. Uh, Adam didn't care about it. He didn't care? No. What did he say? Someone posted on about the film, and he's like, doesn't make it a good movie. I was like, hey, it's a good point. Good point, Adam. Okay. I enjoyed the soundtrack. Well... It fit the film very well. Was anybody trying to imply that it made it a good movie? I think they were just trying to say, like, hey, it made $800 million dollars. It had five Grammy nominations. Was it eight or seven? I think it almost hit eight. Wow. Or dang. just hit eight. I mean, if it, if, it, if it had opened in China, easy 850. It might have surpassed BVS. I think BVS's final total was like 870 something. But anyway, I digress. What happened with um, Jeremy Irons talking about Alfred? He was just setting up saying, you know, his role. And I think it's great because he's talking about how Alfred is still kind of the salty dog that he is. But now he's introduced to all these beings. And like, there's that one shot in the the behind the scenes where they're they're coming into the Batcave. I mean, there's Alfred, a guy who's probably dealt with Batman, and Batman's rogues that they've dealt with over the past twenty years are not the level of a Wonder Woman or an Aquaman. They're not gods and Atlanteans. They're, you know, criminals. Yeah. Maybe you'll get a Clayface in there. That's kind of all his villains have always been humans that have been mutated or something. So he was kind of, but he's still kind of like the guiding rod of Batman. And I think I'll never forget the episode where Diggle met flash in, on the TV show and his reaction to that guy running so fast. It was priceless. And the actor, so good. the way he killed it. He's so good. So to me to see that, and then you have flash in the back cave, just looking around like, what is all this? I think those moments for me, I cannot wait for justice league. He said, uh, I think he's waiting with bated breath to see what's going to happen. He's in the employ of Bruce Wayne, and he doesn't always agree with him, but I think he'll help where he can. And I'm not sure in Justice League we'll see that much of him because we have five superheroes to deal with, and Alfred is just the Batman, a term for the soldier servant of a commissioned officer in the British military, of one of them. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see where he gets to when we get to Ben's production of Batman this spring. Again, with the dates. Right. I haven't read the script of it yet, uh, because, as Ben says, there might not be one yet. I think all of us who are sort of normal human beings, which Alfred is, we watch the gods with amazement and some spite. So pretty there much you what you were just saying. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's very well-spoken. I yeah. enjoy him. And anything he says, I'm like, okay, 
That was a nice little. We're gonna have a lot more. Well, I, I have a feeling we're just gonna get a lot more of this type of question because he's got Assassin's Creed coming out and a press tour for that. I'm sure within the next week, so they'll be chiming in for stuff, and we'll have more swerve. I mean, I, would, I feel bad for actors. I really do sometimes. I, I would add, if you're there on the press line for Assassin's Creed and you're talking to them, you got to ask. You yeah, gotta ask I mean, yeah, you, gotta, you have to. Like, you and not. I think they know that's going to come. But yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, we don't talk that much about Lego Batman, but sometimes we do. There's an extended TV cut. Just so you guys know, go check it out if you want. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I like the Lego movie. Sure. It's just yeah, different cup of tea. We can rush through it so we can get to what? What? What time is what it? What time? What time is it? It's time, it's time for, for Roxy-sized TV time. Sing along with me this time. Roxy-sized TV time. She thinks that the vibe is fun. It's his boozy news. It's time to talk TV time. Yes. Okay. Uh, did you watch Arrow and or Legends? I'm behind Rocks. So I'm really upset with that because something huge happened on, on Arrow? Arrow. I hear it's phenomenal. Is Not it good? only did something huge happen on Arrow, but it was definitely the best Arrow episode of Arrow this season, if not I, I hear, multiple I hear, seasons. I hear it's really good. And I was all in on it, and I think we're going in a great direction, and I can't wait I to be back on board with Arrow. That's it's what been I quite hear. some time. I'm in. And no one has spoiled it. No one on Twitter... There's been a couple like articles about the episode, but I'm not it, reading them. I think part of the reason nobody spoiled it is that it would actually be there are so many things in the episode, it would be a hard thing to spoil. It's just all kind of wrapped up. I, I mean, yeah. I know there's stuff with his mom and his dad, because I've seen pictures, and I, I, right. I miss her so much. Her mother, Moira. his mother was so good on that show. She was really good. Oh my God, I miss her. She was good. So that it was an awesome episode. Make sure you check it out. I, uh, I, Legends. I've, been, I've been waiting for Christmas break to come up. It's a Mike at Christmas. I've been shopping. I've been decorating lights. I've been doing everything. But I want to sit down with the whole four-part Invasion episode and just enjoy it. So I'm I'm a little behind. Hmm, Okay. My fault. That's fine. And then after that. Is it fine? That's fine. I mean, if you you completely disrespect... TV time and don't I would, care about I don't having conversations you. with me. Did I bring these for you? Put these in your mouth. You did. You're talking too much here. I love you. No matter how many times you tell me to put balls in oh. my mouth. Um, so that was great. Legends was fun as always. Um, Legends is awesome. Brief spoiler. Little bit of a spoiler. Shoot this one. It's okay. But uh, I will say I'm really happy to have Legion of Doom be actually involved. Now we're finally really getting there. It was it's interesting. They're coming. Um, yeah, but they're here. Um, John Barrowman was on the episode. That was cool. Yeah, I, I like. And, I love the Legion of Doom. I think. Yeah, I, I just love Legends. I love that. I love Sarah Lance. Oh my God, I think she's the sickest captain. I just, she's wonderful. She's, great. she's a great actress. I love her. Time what traveling I love lesbian about her goodness. Is the fact that back when she was coming to Arrow, she was quoted by saying that the CW they didn't think she was like either CW enough or pretty enough. Like, no, David Rapport had to push her because... Yeah, and, and that goes C- to me... When, CW looking enough, I think, is yeah, what it was. Yeah, that goes to the fact that Cassidy might love you, but if the execs don't get approval, and, and uh, the fact that he pushed for her, went to bat for her, because he obviously, does, that's his job, and could see something, and, and I think that speaks because she is one of the standouts of all four of our DC shows. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, I I love her. I think on her Instagram is great too. She's got a great like. She's kind of like a Mel with her social media that really keeps the the fans involved. I yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, another really cool thing this about Legends. This is what's going on. With your my hands? pen, I think, broke on me. I don't know what's oh, going on I'm here. I'm so sorry. Just thanks. I'm sorry for your ink loss. Um, this was really really great. What was? This is a spoiler, but I won't say where he is. But what are we talking? Legends. You could spoil it. It's okay. Well, for the people out there. Spoiler alert. Oh, it scared me. Spoiler alert. Oh my god. No, that really Really? I don't know what that was for a second. Um, we've we've found Rip. We've located Rip. 
See, I'm... Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I never knew he was... Like, I didn't think he was not coming back. But so. where he is is interesting, and how he got there, I'm so unclear about. So it's really exciting that we found him. Uh, this is a whole Come different back. rip than we've After ever the holidays, seen. I will be all caught up, and I'll be able to help I'll, you out. I'll be back. I know you will. I co-host the show, so I'll be here. Do you do? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. But today, I host it. Yeah, you're hosting Look at you co-hosted. And out of it. <laughs> all right. Uh, a couple other TV time things. Grant Gustin tweeted that it was just about time for a new suit. I didn't, uh, I, don't someone, really know. I, think, I think someone posted a picture, and then Grant yeah, said, they said, yeah, I they posted two pictures back-to-back of the two of the Flash suits that he's had, and he was like, I think it's about time for a new but suit. But I think someone, like, they did a, a, a uh, like they, manipulation of, of one, and it, like, made the red really pop, and then I think Grant was replying to that. So it was kind of a fan that reached out saying, hey, time for a new suit, and he's like, yeah, I think so. But what does that mean? I just, like, Are they I mean, gonna give him hey, a new but, suit? No, but saying this, Amel's had a different arrow suit every season. Totally. Every single season, it's been a different variation. I think I'm not saying whether he should or shouldn't. But what did you think about this? Like, is yeah. he really pushing for it? Does he just want a new costume? Is this one getting a little itchy? I think he was just kind of responding to the fan base that is out there, which is great. I mean, I, I would like to see him in a new suit. I think I don't. I've never liked that suit. I, I think it doesn't do any justice to his look. I think they could. So, what do you want more? Like, beef it up. You don't have to beef it up, but just put like some like I don't know, kind of like how the jacket's got you know it's got the ribbing here, but it mm-hmm. kind of makes it look like a shoulder pad. Yeah, put that on the outside of the suit, like kind of. Did you like Bear uh, Wally's more? I did. That Wally's is great. I love. Oh, I loved. I loved the original uh, Teddy Sears Jay Garrick. Mm-hmm. That version of the classic Flash look. I mean, I think um, I do like uh, John Wesley Ship's newer version of Garrick. You know, I, I think, I, and again, that was the first suit that they did, and it was great. So they've had advances. The costume team on all these shows is phenomenal. Yeah. The fact that uh, watching back with Smallville, what we used to get on Smallville, <laughs> compared I, to what we have now. At the time, I thought it was at amazing. The time, we all, it was when I was great. watching Smallville, when, when Justin Hartley showed up as Arrow, we were like, "Oh, oh my, my god, god, look at that so thing!" Good. But so now good. you see, and you're just like, "Oh, oh yeah, boy. yeah." So I think Even the costume department team, too. that team, they're phenomenal. So I think they can, and they could be going. God, we really want to design a new suit. We've, we've been every time we see it, we kind of cringe. We want to do this different. They could be like I that like too. I like it. I love his suit. I do. But, I gotta say, you know, you know, hey, I think I think he will. I you think know, hey. Although I don't, the only one I don't want to see change is Supergirl. Hers is na- they nailed hers. Yeah, she looks great. I think they all look great. Uh, Cameron Monaghan, who you remember um, from on Gotham, uh, he was he, he was not Joker, but he was uh. Joker. But there was this instance. Uh, actually, Steve, I'm wondering if you could pull this up. There was an Instagram that or Twitter that Cameron Monaghan posted, or somebody posted of Cameron Monaghan yeah. of him teasing his Joker transition. Um, so. This is it's so weird because since that aired, right. since he was on Gotham, I binged watch Shameless, uh-huh. and now I can't get him off out of my mind as that's what Shameless. I, I and heard... then when I came back to the show, it, I don't know. I See, mean, when I heard, I'm sorry. Well, it just is interesting because when I watched his performance on Gotham, I didn't think he did a great job. Then I went and saw him on Shameless, and I saw that so many of his choices on Gotham were specific choices. I thought that they were just kind of like falling upon him, but I found out as an actor that he really was making specific choices. I liked it better, but we did kill him, so now I'm wondering how this all, or whether this was just a big major Johnny swerve. You know, people, when I when he was cast, and I, I did watch those episodes, and I did not like them at all, but people were like, you've got to watch Shameless. That's what he's known for. That's yeah, where he's from. He's so watch good. Shameless. So it just goes to show you as an actor, you know, you know, casting obviously saw Shameless. They loved him. That's why they brought him in probably for the role to read or audition. And he probably nailed it. Um, it's just not 
my uh, again it's gotham it's just not my cup of tea it's not my thing um, it was two twitter pictures i don't know you guys i know you what you're saying you, but you don't really see much about no. it you don't see it's not like they talk if you click on an article sometimes they say new joker suit finally he finally gets his joker suit but it's like a, he's kind of kneeling down and it's dark over. and it's like you see a little purple on his shoulder yeah he's messing with his friends yeah. and that's okay you know everybody in the chat you guys all know you guys saw it yeah people are talking about smallville in here now reminiscing doing all their Christmas oh, spirit stuff. Yeah, miss it too. Uh, that's pretty much it for this week. DC movie what, news. Any other anything? thoughts? I'm trying to think anything. It was a huge week. I mean, oh, we had to ear. talk about all the things we had to cover. We've got new movies being announced. We've got a big potential. thing on Twitter that people seem to think was going to happen was we were going to get a Justice League trailer between Thanksgiving and now, and it doesn't look like it's happening. And I agree. I, I, I thought if we did get one, it would have been way back with Fantastic Beasts. Because that was you w. Kept, you kept pushing that. Remember, remember we got we got a Wonder Woman trailer. What was the movie before that? And you were like, "No way, it's coming." Doctor Strange. Doctor but Strange. to my defense, it only, it didn't play in my theater. It was not in the IMAX. It wasn't in mine either. See, so yeah. technically it wasn't. But we thought Justice League would have been a tease. But I don't think anything's going to drop with Justice League. And Twitter seems to be a little uh, in up arms about that because they keep thinking something's going to drop. People are asking about JLA Justice League action. Oh, it premieres. Yeah. Uh, I want to say like, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be Saturdays, but I think gosh, I just saw it up on on. I'm sorry, guys, if I'm blank flaking on you. The 16th, maybe tomorrow. Are you all in? 16th or the 19th? I think it's dropping. It's a one hour episode, so it's four. These movies are these are going to be 11 minute segments, but this is all they're four of them, so it's 44 minutes with commercials. It's an hour, and the reviews are saying it's phenomenal. They're saying it's a good cross between the original Justice League Unlimited. And Batman Brave and the Bold. And it's they said it's a lot more serious than you think. Because the animation kind of lends it to be a little more jokey. But they say that they pack so much into every episode. I, I read a, a good review about it. Cool. They say... So I'm on board. I, I'm looking forward for a good Justice League cartoon. People are saying they're waiting to binge it. Uh, going back to the Justice League trailer. Um, Woodblock says Super Bowl is the time that we're going to get a trailer for that. I, I, I That yeah. is a good one. That's a good, that is a good bet. Okay. I think we'll get something, something there, and then we'll get a one during Wonder Woman. We'll get the big one. Any other DC thoughts before we uh, sign off and fill our mouths with chocolate? Uh, no, guys. I hope I don't know if we'll be here next week. I'm not sure. You're not going to be. I won't be here. We got to check out Adam and Whoever, Johnny's schedule. Who's in charge of our Twitter, Johnny? We all do it. Okay. Whoever someone did said, "Hey, check out our last episode today." That must have been Johnny. But we might be back tomorrow next week, guys. If we're <laughs> not, we'll tweet out. I will stay in contact with you all week on Twitter because I'd love to share my Christmas, Mikey Christmas with you. But if not, uh, are we going to throw ourselves over now? Yeah, know. put yourself over. Put yourself over. I am, guys, I'm at Mike Kalinowski. Check me out here. Character Corner, uh, the MacGyver After Buzz uh, show. My Collider episode is up over on my movie fights. Woohoo! But guys, have a, have a wonderful holiday. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you celebrate out there, guys. New Year. Have a great new year. Uh, uh, Share your Christmas with me. Let me know what you got going on. Your house decorations, your gifts, your cooking. Yeah. And make Uh, sure. Have a a great holiday, man. You guys Uh, keep talking to Adam Gertler, too, at Adam Gertler, Johnny, at Jay Quasto. They're both on very secret missions right now. Christmas shopping somewhere or doing something. Mm -hmm. I don't actually know. Uh, We love them, though, and they'll be back with us in the new year. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. And by the way, if you don't follow us on Twitter, at DC Movies SK, that's where we are. We love talking to you guys there. Uh, We'll see you in the next week or new year. Maybe. One of of those times. We'll be be around. (laughs) Love you guys. 
from producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.